For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Clock turned off. Calvary. Call. Eight to shoot. Call. The runner. Loose ball. It's good. Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness. Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag Shoot Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. I'm Jack Ferris. He's Rob Zachary. Um... You look like you look like you're blind, <laughs> but you look like you're blind and also trying to get like a disco career started. What you weren't I- you weren't aviators, but they're not quite the shape of aviators. They're they're straight up There's, circles. Yeah, they're they're Morpheus. I feel like oh, Morpheus. Okay, okay, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm talking to Neo on the other end. Oh, so I'm the one. Yeah, you are the one. Okay, <laughs> you are the one. It's a Thursday. It's our it's our first August show. Hooray for whatever that means. Yep. It's going to be, I think, I think, Rob, it's going to be part two uh, of the Widmer episode. We're going to speak to the lesser of the Widmers, Sean Slim Widmer, nice. uh, otherwise known as the beta to Kevin James's public address alpha. The backup Gonzaga University public address announcer, announcer Sean Widmer. Well, that's a big guest. That's a big well, guess. I got some, I got some things I need to get off my chest about this guy. I need to talk to him. You've got a little, you've got something bubbling up against yeah. against yeah. Sean Woodmer, and yeah, you know I'm, what? We got to get it out on the table. Yeah, we need healthy. to. Everyone needs to know about this. So, if hopefully he gets on and we can discuss this, these matters. We were all set to do it at noon, and then he blamed it on his child, Olivia. Oh, who's- it's easy to blame it on the kids. Eight months old, I guess the baby wakes up at 1130. And then this is now a little behind the curtain here. It's 234 on a Thursday afternoon. And we picked this time because he said that's when Olivia goes down for her afternoon nap. Mm. So it's Olivia's world and we're just living in it. Good thing she's and you don't, You don't understand that pressure, Jack. No, I listen, I... There's uh, a pressure. Uh, there's a pressure with trying to put your child to sleep so you can go do something. I... I'm not going to say that I understand. I almost said that because I don't. I really don't understand. <laughs> but I have an appreciation for parents sticking to that timetable because I used to not get it. Like Jack, and I'm not, not even younger Jack, Jack of like three years ago, just when kids started to have 
when kids, when my friends started to have kids. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, well, bedtime's at 2.30, so maybe you could sneak over at 2.45. And I'm like, dude, if, if, the, if the kid's asleep, put them to bed. Right. Yeah, you know, they'll keep them, they're like up and it's like 4.30. Like, well, afternoon nap is 5.30, so we got to keep them up for another hour. I, did, I never understood it. I was like, put the kid down. No. Or we can party through this nap time and the kid's going to sleep for like 13 hours tonight, right? And that is not how it works. No, it is not. Uh, sometime. We're there now. We're oh, there. Oh, you are? <laughs> you I'm, power I'm through fine. nap times? Uh, we're powering through nap times. So 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, we're, we're getting sleepy. Eyes are getting heavy. Let's settle everything down and they'll be asleep hopefully the whole night that's the okay goal. how so. long are your kids are give me the ages and how long they sleep for each age eight four and two now it goes the eight doesn't sleep okay good perfect cocaine's a hell of a drug well yeah and the the four if he, she does sleep we're screwed at night because if she takes a nap, we're doomed. She'll be up all night, like in the pantry, like a raccoon. And then um, the two-year-old, he can't have a nap past what, like four o'clock, or we're doomed at night too. Oh, the pressure! The the is this is are we about to witness? Uh, he's we're we're looking at a gray screen as Sean Widmer comes on. This is twice oh, now. Sean well, Widmer, this is this is twice in three weeks. I've had like 15, 20 minutes ready to 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 saw through, just expecting that you were going to be super late. And you have your parenting bad, has right? changed you. Parenting has changed you. I, I was a little late to the game because we took a little bit longer to get the baby. There's a pressure there, isn't there? Oh my gosh, yes. We were just talking about that. There's a pressure about putting your child to sleep. Well, and I also feel like, Rob, I feel like you want to just lay him down and just say, go to sleep. But then the parent in you is like, well, I need to like, I want to make sure you're okay. I'm not just at the point yet because she's still so little. I'm not just at the point of leaving her in the bed and just booking it out of there. I'll get there. I'll get there. But yeah, I was going to say that it's just your first child. When, yeah, you want to make sure she's all right. Yeah, no, it's just your first. You feel yeah. like you have to do everything right with your first one and then. The, the bar goes real low after that. <laughs> this it's two thirty, so this must have been the nap time that I visited you, Sean. Because yes, you were, it is. You weren't returning my text or my phone calls, so I decided to show up to your house. This is the one. And then you guys knocked on the door, and my dog goes crazy and wakes her up, and then a nightmare happens. And all thanks to you know jack you know rob how it is people without kids they don't respect people with kids oh no, that is that's he, he actually very himself fair. Yeah, that's very he fair. explained himself for sure that's super fair but you know what sean if you just pick up a phone or return a text you wouldn't have had a home invasion on your hands good point it's also yeah. a very solid point yeah oh, man. so anywho your reaction sean when you learned that uh joel ayayi and Corey Kispert would be returning to the season that may not be happening. I didn't realize they were good enough to play in the NBA yet. Oh, so you were like first reaction. Like, they to the, pulled their yeah. name out, and I was like, I love both those guys as Zags, but I watch more NBA than I watch anything on TV. I mean, I have hardly missed. I'm watching Heat Bucks right now. I don't miss NBA games. It's and nice. Like, they're doing a good job. They're doing a great job. So I watch a ton of hoop, and I just thought. I've seen Corey Kispert and Ayayi play, and they're not NBA players. Even They're not even close to NBA players right now. So I thought well, – I was surprised. They just thought they were going to skip another year to improve their game, step their game up. 
Yeah. I, I think it's now just a rite of passage thing with especially Gonzaga basketball, but any like top tier program, like if you're the best or one of the top two players on the team the year prior, you have to quote unquote test the waters. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you go, you just, you do the process. If you're not buying the house, you want to meet with a realtor and see what it's all about kind of thing before you, but you can do that. You can do that behind scenes. I just think there's ways of doing that where what's behind scenes now these days, it's all, I don't that is true, but you can before all that, there's a way there where they can like send out to agents and teams like a, a, like almost a, it's like a letter, a comment letter on how this player reacts or how this player is and what they think view this player as when you're basically undergrad. People don't know about that, but they, they used to do that all the time. To, and then you'd find out whether you were good enough to kind of put your name in the draft or not. Did a bunch of players get screwed in that system, though? Because a lot of agents were like, I, I see you late first, early second. And then a ton of kids were not getting drafted at all and just screwing the future. It's, I think- it's a gamble, man. It, it's, it's a gamble. You're gambling on yourself, really. How well did you play? You know, and – and here's the thing, the longer – Elias, God bless him, I kind of really opened my eyes in that sense of he he should have gone his first year. Yes. Like, uh, yes, he should have. He really should have. That, yeah, that's like the Jake Locker. Example. You know, I, I – and, you know, we all knew – I think he even knew he wasn't ready to leave, but um, – I think he, from looking at that standpoint, he he should have because all they do is just start nitpicking at your game. The sure. longer you're there, when you have why nothing else to improving? prove, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. aren't you improving? Why didn't you do this? Well, and 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 coaches aren't really trying to improve players like that in college. They're trying to just win games at the same time. I'm not saying we don't improve players, but yeah, I don't. And know. let's call a spade a spade. After a full year in America, Elias got used to American portions when it came to snack time. Yeah. And my guy gained some LBs. <laughs> Speaking of, okay, well, before we here's get into the deal, but here's the deal. <laughs> I, I That's wanna, where you're going with that. I mean, he got he got fat. Let's oh, come man. on. He did. Rob, you you have you understand what that is like in terms of having to keep your body in pristine condition. That's not easy, man. Talk to me. Right, it's not. I mean, you look great now, but here's the deal: would we all would we all be lying if we said there wasn't at least a couple of years where you were struggling to keep the muscle compared to the little extra weight? Yeah, when you broke like, your you foot, you had to struggle right? with that for a while, right? Yeah, when I broke my foot, I kind of, yeah. I yeah. But Elias uh, didn't break his foot. Elias just got. Elias was an 18 year old German kid who was not. He wasn't used, 18. Was he 19 when he came over? No, he was like younger. He was the same age as I. When, what year did he? Same age he was, as I. Yeah, same <laughs> age as I. Uh, he was, yeah, he was my age. You know, because a lot of kids, that freedom, that freshman 15, it's one thing to go from your mom's cook, uh, cooking, your mom's rules to college and gain a ton of weight. It's another totally different experience to jump a continent and go into a new culture. Well, you're not eating and, like, at the look around at, house. Yeah, well, and look around at what your teammates are eating. They're eating, like, dog shit. And you're like, oh, this is <laughs> awesome. I can eat all of this? 
It's true. No, that, that part's true. true. Okay. I, I, I don't want to give up on the Ayayi and Kisper thing because I haven't really heard your guys' takes on it a ton. Here, here's my Well, you, you already finished the conversation because you both shit on them as players. You well, shit I, on, okay, you, but see, that's the thing. That's all I, I didn't hear. Shit on like, them. I just that's don't. all anyone hears. There, there's 480 humans who play in the NBA this year. That's it. Out of the entire world. 480 players in the NBA. So it's not like you just leave college and you're like, hey, man, I'm going to go play in the NBA. That's a hard deal to go play in the league. That's a hard deal. And you're not just going into the league. You're going into the league as a rookie. There's not a lot of rookies on NBA rosters, man. So I don't know. I saw both that both of them go out, and I like both of them, and I think they both have potential to play pro. But we also have seen a ton of Zags come through yeah. who, I mean – are amazing players. Uh, Nigel in the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Nigel's better than Ayayi and Kispert, right? Yeah. I would say Norvell's better than Ayayi. Okay. And these guys aren't sticking on NBA rosters. It's, yeah. it's not like, here's the deal. If we played Corey Kispert and Joel Ayayi right now in basketball, guess what they would do to us? Wipe the floor with us. Minus maybe Rob because he would just hold him and foul him. But, <laughs> I was going to say, he might wipe the floor with both of y'all, not me. (laughs) He would be be on the floor with them and it would be like, this is the best basketball player I've ever played with. That's how it would be for us. Mm -hmm. But that's not where, you know, that's different going to the NBA. Anyways, I just saw it and I thought, well, I didn't realize that was an option for them. Maybe if they had said they weren't going to Serbia, I would have bought that. Yeah, I, I, I don't think any Zag fans were shocked to see them both come back. Um, But I think just on social media, the relief seemed like a lot. Like people were really thinking they could have gone. You know what I'm. You know what I'm talking are about. Zach fans. Are ba- Zach fans losing like mental? <laughs> I think a little bit. Credibility. Dude. I think like, are, people they were, ba- are they dumb basketball people? I people were just overwhelmed with the joy, and I was like, I there was like a ten percent shot either one of them left. And I, I know it's it's easy for me to say now, yeah. but I would have been shocked, and I think it would have been the wrong decision had both of them gone, especially you mentioned it, Sean, the so recent hard. examples of, of Zach Norvell. Zach Norvell has been open about saying he made the wrong decision. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. That's a hard transition, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, come on. You, you've played with, you played with really good players at Gonzaga. I, right? I think they made, here's the thing I think, I, and I haven't talked to him about this or anything, but I think they made this decision off of the whole COVID deal. It's such an uncertainty of, when you would get drafted, where is that money coming from? If you don't get drafted, what do you have to do? Now, Joel has a better chance because he could go play back in France. Yes. You yeah. know? Yes, for sure, Rob. Right. Joel but, is an automatic. In, the, in his back pocket at all times, Joel can go play professional correct. In, in France. Not, not even an issue. That's correct. a guaranteed, guaranteed cash for him. So I think it's just such an when, – when is the next season supposed to start? Like, there's so many uncertainties with this whole thing that I don't think they – why would you want to take that chance when you can I think just, Rob's right, yeah. You, you, you limit your options severely when you choose to go to the next level, whatever that level may be. Sticking at school, you're still an open book. You still do right. – the world's your Whoa. oyster. And here's <laughs> another thing. What, if there is no season, all you do is just work on your game and yeah. then you can go into – you can go into it next season – the next draft, right? Yeah. You and, get and runs every – Go ahead. I think a big thing with Corey, especially, and I don't know as much about Joel, but I, I'm, I'm assuming with Joel, but Corey works his butt off. Like anytime you see Corey, even in like pregame stuff, he works. So that is someone who comes back and it's not like he's just going to put it on cruise control. Like that dude has a work ethic. So 
he's not just going to sit tight even if they don't play a season and be like, well, hopefully next year my, you know, everything that I've worked on so far can carry me. That dude's going to be in the gym making himself better at basketball. So that's, that's a good thing for him in terms of, you know, wh- whatever happens this, this winter. And, and people have real short memories. So all of a sudden you can, especially these scouts, so all of a sudden you, you know, you played well in the tournament and that's the last thing they saw. And then you work out all season. If there is no season, you just work out throughout this season and improve on what you need to work on. Then go to the next workout. They're like, holy shit, what the hell, what happened to this guy? You know, I think that's the best way you got to look at this, either season or no season, you know. Sean, I hate to put you on the spot. Do you think there's going to be a season, period? Ah, uh, So before recording this, you guys saw the, the FCS football deal, right? I No, we I didn't. We were just didn't. talking you, about this. No, we were, 20, t- we were talking about – 2020 season football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the writing was on the wall there, though, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's canceled. So All, that's no, big, no, FC, no FCS whatsoever. Yeah, Eastern yeah. can't kick the crap out of Montana this year, which is lucky for Montana. But they, that's just a weird thing, right? That's a whole football season canceled, the whole thing. Now, that's right around the corner. Basketball still has a couple months, and they could push it back to November if needed, maybe December. So, I mean, I wouldn't bet on it happening. Like, I'm not going to bet a ton of money on it, but I would lean towards something happens with hoops. I would lean towards something happens. I, with- think, I think there could be a – the way – the model of the NBA right now, I think they're a great uh, Yeah, we can't, do, for- we can't do a bubble, though. No, but you could do maybe for one for the tournament. Yeah, you could, Rob. Sure. You, you could. Sure. It's just it's hard with it's hard with a lot of teams. Sixty four teams, right? There's yeah, a lot of people to, sure. body, to hold. Uh, the NBA's just got they, they're doing an unbelievable job right now with it. Yeah, they they're crushing a, it. Which is hopefully something you can look at and learn from if your other leagues like baseball is just having they're just diving in their tight little pants and it's embarrassing. Basketball's doing it awesome. Yeah. Still the diarrhea tight white pants too is especially they are. Tight white, diarrhea in the white pants, not it's, a great look. I, I mean, okay, listen, I agree with you guys. I think the NBA is crushing it. The bubble is a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. I also think we might be giving the NBA a little too much credit. NBA, are, they whittled it down to 22 teams. It should be like 18 teams. Like, what the hell are the Wizards doing out there? What the I hell know. are these teams that are 20 games under? I understand if you're mathematically alive, you get to be in there or whatever yeah. the – within eight games bs right right okay but you already have a condensed version of the league period plus what's the personnel of an nba team you said it yourself sean there's only there's only 12 active guys on a roster right 15 man rosters 15 man 15 that's bad knowledge by me 15 man rosters plus what like let's say you have 30 people your personnel total that's conservative i know yeah. But 30 people doesn't fill out a base one baseball roster. No, it doesn't, man. You know, let alone all the trainers and coaches and every, like, like everything else. So baseball has a real uh, – has a tougher deal. No, it's almost In terms of they got to invert – they got to involve 30 different people or 30 different teams and all the personnel, et cetera, et cetera. Baseball diamonds are bigger than basketball courts. That's yeah. a fact. Don't check me on it. Um, but, yeah, no, I – not to not to discount what the NBA has done. I think the now, NBA has been great. Baseball, though, Jack, just played on open fields. I mean, you can you really could just yeah. make a field and just <laughs> put lines down. Like basketball, you have to build an arena. The the baseball thing, the Astros are the worst, right? The Astros are hated forever. That what needed to happen was rich Astro people, oil people, needed to come through and say, "This is our apology. Here is an entire baseball complex here in Texas. We we are sorry we cheated." 
Now let's play in. in that the- really bothers you. Did I hear that on the Sean Woodmer podcast? You did. You did, oh, but that's okay. what needed to happen, right? I mean, that's what needed to happen. Astros need to apologize somehow. They've got yeah. all the oil money. Just make a huge, gigantic bubble. You that would have been, that that been a, a great make good. That would have been good. Rob stuff. loves Texas. Rob, how much land is in Texas? No, I'm not a big Texas guy, to be honest with you. I thought you liked Texas. You got your it's, big, your big uh, longhorns down there. I did get all that stuff the door. there, but I've just, uh, it's, it's, Texas is like the, I don't know. Your dog's like from Texas. It's like, I don't know. I can't describe Texas. <laughs> okay, fair I enough. You, I'm I, not going to make you bury Texas. You can it's also like make- the conservatives of California. Okay. The conservatives of California are like the liberals of Texas. I mean, I, okay, I'm trying to describe this. I'm sorry, guys. No worries. Um, it's basically like, you know how everyone, if you're from California, you have like, Jack, Jack really doesn't have it, but it's like this California, like, you know, that's the you same know, way. You mean, you mean sex appeal? That's what uh, it is. And <laughs> Jack, uh, I don't know what it's, it's like this attitude. I'm from California and I'm from California. Oh, so I don't have it. You mean confidence. Oh, but, but here's the thing. Texas has that, but <laughs> it's like the conservative side. So okay. California is liberal. California and Texas is Conservative. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Californians are like, we know better than you. We're trying to save the world. You're an idiot. You're not as liberal as we are. Whereas Texas is that, but on the conservative end. Correct. Are okay. Texans also terrible drivers? Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> no, they I'm are. I'm just trying. I mean, I'm they just are. throwing out. Things. They really are. I'm just throwing you know out. why they are? Because you'll see, if you go in Texas, you'll see like a, a pickup that does not deserve to be, it's, it should be illegal okay. on the road. And it's just like, it, it, tailgates off there's things coming out beer cans coming out that's a texas pickup shotgun shells yeah, um, absolutely that's funny because i am a bad driver Slow. well yeah you're from california dude but <laughs> didn't on, dude, that's, on average how fast do you go over the speed limit like that's a, it's not that i'm consistently fast it's that i'm wildly inconsistent like sometimes <laughs> i'm i'm that guy but that is you know what i mean i'm that guy in the fast lane that all of a sudden I look up and people are passing me on the right and I'm going like 55 miles an hour and then I'm embarrassed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I feel like, Oh, I know how to make it up. I'll pass all these people by going 85. Like that somehow makes it better. <laughs> oh, that's okay. funny. The impatience of a California driver. And then like, do you find yourself never drive behind a, like a, any type of pickup or semi, like when you're at a red light, Dude, you always I, go right next to it. Right. I, of course. Yeah. That's you know how, many, yeah, how often like ladders and bullshit fall off trucks? Well, no, you just want to zoom by them as soon as the red light goes green. You're like, that's a California final driver. Final destination, log right through your face. That's the last thing we want. No. Log right through your face, pal. That's the best of the destination franchises. Yeah, that, it is. That one. Final, that is that the second one? You up. When they're on the highway and everybody dies? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's bad. Now, here's the deal. Uh, it's... Really nice to have Joel Ayayi and Corey Kispert back if this season happens because if, like, now that they're back, I know they, I never thought they were gone, but if they're back, dude, I, if I dream at night about the Zags roster, it, I will wake up in the best mood ever because it That's, is. This is a un, stack. I mean, stupid. I know I'm just saying the most. This is the most. This is more obvious of a sentence than Corey Kispert is coming back this year. I, can, I mean, Zags I, are good. If you splice this together with you – falling in love with how often Corey Kispert does sit-ups. Oh, my gosh. Dude. <laughs> um, but team- I, I, you, you're right. I think 
Even if you took Corey and Ayayi off the team, I, I still think we'd run through the WCC, um, especially because there's no student section at any of the games. Like, imagine going to play any of these teams in their courts with no student section. It's a scrimmage. Yeah. It, it, yeah. These teams, are the only thing I, I think there's going to be a real pressure at that center spot just because those two guys haven't played yet, Balo and uh, Posh. They Rob need Pitt. more time. They need more time to play. Yeah. Um, that's the only, I think, the only thing I could say that we could need to improve on. Just get those guys some more minutes. And because Drew, your boy Drew Timmy's going to have a lot of time there. We can put but. Timmy at the okay. five. No Rob, problem. Rob, can, can I tell you boys a story? Mm. You, you've, you've heard about the John Stockton runs. Not like the, di- this is not the diarrhea conversation carrying over. This is like a run, like a basketball run. So the John Stockton. I run. thought for a second there you had a John Stockton diarrhea story. No, I don't. And I was gonna stop. Where are we right going there. with this? But you were talking about runs. Okay, yeah. There's so, a, there's a rumor that he owns a giant gym across the street from campus. Yeah, off, across from and, Hamilton. Right. And apparently, there's also sometimes on other courts people using them to play basketball. Right. Sure. Right. And apparently, the greatest player walking in that area right now is Drew Timmy. Really? Like because of his confidence or just because he's getting Apparently buckets? he's a beast. Apparently he's unstoppable. Apparently he is unstoppable. That's shocking so, to nobody on this podcast, pal. We'll yeah, I know what yeah. I'm saying. But like <laughs> you would think at some point, at some point, if you know him real well, you would like be able to figure it out, figure him out. But I guess he's just, and again, he's below the rim. He is classic pump fake. One, pump fake yeah. 101, right? Like let's go up and unders. Let's do all the things coach taught me in sixth grade but yeah. let's do it better than anyone does it. And let's just get buckets on you. Now I understand um, this is all off the record and rumors, but yeah, uh, rumors, rumors. Do, the rumor, do the rumors suggest that the three freshmen are out there playing too? No, I haven't heard their names at all. Okay. So Rob, have you heard said rumors? I, I just hear have, rumors. Are there rumors, rumors every that time played? I step out the house? There's rumors. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool, brother. All right. So, I guess to wrap up, Corey and Joel, uh, underwhelmed, underwhelmed, by, by excited, the, by the, excited, yeah, excited, nonetheless, but just just excited like the same as I was when I thought they were going to play at Gonzaga the whole time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, that said, um, Slim, Rob's pissed at you. Thanks, Jack. Thank you, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Can I get to the point? Please yeah, do. And then I have we a question don't beat around for the bush here. at some point. Hey. So I, I understand you, you, you never wanted to do a podcast with me. I asked to do a podcast with you forever. Okay. And all of a sudden when Jack has a show, yeah, you want to just come on the show as many times as you want. Is that how that works? I have not asked. No, is that how this works? I'm just curious. It, I, when I, I, I wanted to do a show with you. I understand you had some obligations, uh, there's but nothing. then when Jack gets his own show, Okay. You want to you want to just jump on board? What you know the what hell it is, Rob. You know what, what it is, it? Rob. Slim, what is hold it? on, Slim. Hold on. I think I, I think I have it figured out. Again, okay. Rob. Rob was the single chick who would text you you up all the time. And it was <laughs> too easy. It's not even worth my time. No, this chick's never going anywhere. Just put her on the back burner. And then all of a sudden, girl got a boyfriend and is less available. And now you want to just be around 
any opportunity you get? Is it something like that? I don't I know. Got I haven't so got many that angles. I got so many angles because first and foremost, I want to make this, get this out there. And it's probably pretty obvious. I love Rob. And I, I, I know. I, I enjoy talking to Rob Sacre almost more than I enjoy talking to anyone. I, whenever I'm hanging out with Rob, it's a good time. Uh, the podcast thing with Rob, the timing was really, really I, bad. I get it. it was I, really <laughs> bad for my life. I had a lot going on. I really wanted to do it. And I'll be honest, when you started doing it with Jack, I was kind of pissed because I was very jealous. I wanted Dude, to do we were, podcast We were killing it, Jack. We were, were still uh, killing it. In the world yeah, that... Well, we would have been killing it too. Uh, the... the <laughs> But here's the deal. I will say this, Rob, because out of respect for you, I would love to come on this one as much as possible because I love both of you guys. Nice. I've never asked to come on, and I've made that very much. Rex, no, I'm that's never, right. I'm oh. never going to ask to come on. I'm never going to. That, that's an invite thing because I did, I did do Rob dirty with that, and so I, I will own that. That's on me. The timing <laughs> was terrible, dude. That's on me. So no, you I don't be mad about it. I, uh, I love you, Jack. I love you, Jack. Thanks for doing the show with me. Yeah, no problem. I guess I love you a little bit more than Slim does. That's all. I guess I mean, so. I'm just doing yeah. math. We always knew that. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, here's the deal. I do enjoy what you guys do. So it's oh. been nice for me because I still get my Rob fix because I need a Rob fix each week if I don't get to talk to him on the phone. Have you, I don't know if many people listening, if you call Rob or you talk to Rob, Rob, how long do those phone calls, our phone calls, like we wouldn't have time to do a podcast because I think we talked for like an hour before we would even start recording about every single thing in the world that needs to be fixed and just life. That's the, you can't, you got to press record pretty soon. Yeah. Rob and I just pretty early in the too much, man. We get into like weird stuff, like floating the river and like what's wrong with it and taking horses to downtown Spokane and how that would be cool to have like a cattle drive through downtown Spokane at some point. Well, here's the thing, guys. We want like to talk city about slickers, rivers. Like city we slickers about rivers. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. Well, I would like, well, what's, next time we'll come on, we'll do no sports and just talk what our normal phone calls are. But I have a question for Rob Sacre. Okay. Rob, there are three guys playing in the bubble right now who were, who were Zach's. And you've got Kelly Olenek, you've got Brandon Clark, and you have got Zach Collins. Uh, and Jack, I don't know if you've been watching much bubble. Uh, that's all oh, I do. I've been, I've been gambling on just about every other game in the bubble. <laughs> He's a, he, okay. Ditto. I've got money right now. That's what I'm watching right now. I've got money on two of the games. Going what do you on. got, Suns? Uh, I got Heat, which is going to come out. Uh, I got Heat money line. I just thought. Oh, Heat money line. Look at you. Yeah. Heat money line without, uh, without Jimmy Butler. And they're yeah. up right now. So that, yeah. that one could be nice. I'm, but, on, I'm, I'm heavy on the Pacers right now. It doesn't look great. Okay, but, and I wish Sabonis was, would have, didn't have the foot injury because he would have been great. Okay, I'm not talking futures, so I'm not talking years down the road. Right now in the bubble, slot the Zags. So, uh, Zag power rankings, the three dudes. Kelly. It, Ke Kelly, Brandon Clark, and Zach are the three guys you slot. And again, this is just bubble rankings. I don't want this to get out. Like, I would go Kelly. Just, didn't he have 24? Oh, this, is just act, this is just guys in the bubble right now. I was right say, now. You, this is not drafting for the future. No, right no, no. Now, Kelly. Agreed. Kelly won, yeah. Um, Brandon Clark has not been playing especially well. I was going to say Zach. Rui's probably. been Rui's, Zach. I guess. Rui, yeah. I forgot Rui. I forgot Rui's in the bubble. That's all me because the Wizards are so bad. I forgot. Rui <laughs> the, the Wizards I'm are so done sorry, Rui. Yeah, that's it. that's on me. They have a lot of. They got to figure that. That's tough for him to go into that type of environment. I feel like I always forget he's playing in the league right now, which is which he's good. Like he's, he's filling it up pretty good. Really good, yeah. and he'll yeah. be in the league for a long time. It's just not a good team. I feel to start off your career no. being in, you know, like I think uh, they have a lot of locker room issues. 
I don't know, but from what from the outside, it looks like they have some locker room issues that I wouldn't want to put him in and get that involved with, right? Rui's last game, he was two of eleven shooting. That's not that's okay. Not back, back that one. Back. What, what about the one before that? I feel like I looked at a box score one time and I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, let's see. I'll give you his his bubble his bubble games because I, I do love I yeah. do love Rui. Uh, he he was he had he's had nine nine and eight. Oh, sorry, that's on me. That's uh, what is what, what is, is that? Pop yeah, Hello, whoa, female that police. That's a yeah, what singles was, near you. What was that? <laughs> oh, Walgreens official sponsor. Sure, Walgreens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walgreens. Uh, what kind of lotion? <laughs> um. Uh, okay, so he so hasn't scored he had double nine points, yet. nine points, eight points. So he hasn't been shooting it well. He shot, yeah, he hasn't been shooting it well in the bubble. The bubble right. has not been good to him. But Zach Collins, boys, the reason yeah. I bring all this up, Zach Collins is really good at basketball. Here's my knock on Zach Collins, and maybe this is just me being like an overjudgmental, like older brother father, like hey. I could be an older brother to Zach Collins. I feel like the guy misses a lot of wide open bunnies. A uh, lot as of diehard Blazers fan. He does. He, just, he really does. <laughs> but I will give him credit. He makes, he makes up for it. He's been playing really good defense. I, yeah. I, I give him credit for his defense. But he does miss a couple bunnies, which, Those, is, a, which is a bummer. That tandem with Nurkic, I, I mean, it's about as one, a good of a one-two combo down low as you get in the league. It's That's, like two seven-footers. Dude, Portland plays that big basketball. People don't realize they've always played big basketball. Terry Stotts does that. Like, he won't go away from that style. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, I just I would have been impressed. It's been fun to turn on games and see Zags who are aren't just like there in, in, in games like difference makers. You know, yeah. like Brandon Clark is although the the Wizards haven't or excuse me, the Grizzlies haven't won a game, thank goodness, because I'm a Blazers fan. I need them to lose all of them. Yep. But he's a difference maker in games. Zach Collins is a difference maker in games. And dude, Kel's, we're winners. Kelly Olenek is is the uh, he is such an underrated professional. Like well now he's like a grizzled underrated. veteran. Dude, he's, he is, he is so good, and he like he just plays the game so well. I know a lot of it has to do with being in the league so long, so you yeah. get it. You know, you understand how the basketball the systems work. But he is good in the NBA. I, I love watching him play. Yeah, and he'll as his athleticism slips a little bit. Not to say that it has, right. but as he gets older and he like loses half a step, he's the guy that'll be able to adapt his game to figure out how to get another contract here and another contract there to end up being the league for 12, 13 years. Like a Peja. Yeah. He needs to work on the stroke a little bit to be a Peja level, but he has been shooting better, hasn't he, from three? Yeah, Kelly? he had 24 in one quarter, the fourth yeah. quarter the other yeah. night. Yeah, man. All right, Slam. Those guys. Slam. Do you, do you remember the bet we made last time? It was about the college basketball season. Nope, yeah. it was about the NBA. It was about I'm, glad, I'm glad you don't remember because I'm going to lose and I am going to wiggle my way out of it. No, you're not. The audio that it's on, I lost forever. Oh, are you, you got out of that. Okay. I got out of it. <laughs> That's fair. If it's not recorded, it's not real. Correct. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. So I'm going to let you slither out of it. But the payoff would have been amazing because the payoff to this bet that no longer exists was that Matt Bolden got to choose – a position for Jack Ferris to stand in shirtless and then a picture would be taken of him in that angle and then posted to his Instagram feed, not his story. So it would stay there for the world to see an awkward position for Jack Ferris. Correct. You got out of that. And yours was, you had to, yours was like pleasurable. Yours, no, you had was, to. I don't Wait, what? What's going on here, guys? Mine what was, was I leave? 
Right. Yours was you had to you had to ride naked on on Rob's horse or something through town. I'm shirtless on Rob's horse, and also similar, the picture has to be taken, and the quarantine flab has to be revealed on the back of the horse next to Rob Sacre, who is a who is a chiseled machine. Yeah, Adonis. Yes. Uh, do you want to make another bet? I don't because oh, I will. You. I just don't know. I don't want to do. I'm scared of the mat thing. Okay. I honestly. So- I've been eating carrots all day because when I, when I knew you were coming on the show, I got anxiety that you were going to remember the bet. And I was like, I got it. You know how, by the way, when you decide in the morning you're going to be healthy that day and by like 3.34, you're like already checking yourself out in the mirror. You're like, oh yeah, results, big time. Shredded. I've had some yogurt. I've had yeah. some celery. Yeah. It's time for a pizza. Yep. At three. Um, and then it's time for McDonald's and then it's time for Jack in the Box. Correct. So you got it. Yeah, there's uh, a lot work. of day left. After 3 o'clock, there's a lot of eating time left. Good work on your skateboarding. Looks like you're getting better. I saw a little, oh. a little light beneath the wheels. I went down to shoot hoops yesterday, and they took the hoops. They took the rims off the basketball court I went to. So, yeah, I, my skateboard. so I got my skateboarding in. I went back today because I heard that the hoops were up. They are up. So I, I got so they're gone for an 8A? They were gone because they painted the, like they painted the court and they like redid the surface. So uh, they were letting everything dry up and everything. And they just didn't want the, the riffraff. So you're so you skateboard, you so you skateboarded So I skateboarded on it. I was like, <laughs> Here you go. Bring it. Uh, yeah, it was, it, but it was fun. I, I'm a, I love skateboarding, man. It's like my favorite. It's outside of basketball. I think it's really fun. And it also relaxes my mind. I like any activity where when I'm doing it, my entire mental state is in that. That's called so that, flow, my friend. Is that, okay, Rob, I, I know you're someone who likes this kind of stuff. If I'm doing something where my brain can wander and I can think about all the things I need to be working on, I don't get that relaxing vibe. So basketball, when I'm playing basketball, I'm all yeah, in. I don't called, care what's going on. It's called flow. It's called okay. like you're in the zone. It's whatever people like to call enlightenment, whatever. I, I love it. And so most of, our, most of our depression comes from thinking about the past most of our anxiety comes from thinking about the future, right? So okay. if you can find something, whether it's a hobby or anything that can keep you stimulated and in that moment, that's when you feel most, uh, your serotonin and dopamine like shoots up through the roof. That's why they, they tell you to find something that puts you in flow. That was the hey, most Rob. insightful like 90 seconds in the history of this show. I'm telling you, Jack, really I'm was. telling you, he is so stupid most of the time. But when Rob brings it, it is like next level. I love talking to Rob for motivational stuff like that. And Rob, you're right, because that was that's how I feel with it. It's like I'm so in it and I have to set my alarm on my phone because I know life still is going on outside yeah. of it. I'll set my alarm and be like, you need to go home now and take care of your child. That's why time home. goes by so fast because yeah. you're in that moment. Whereas like when you're constantly thinking about, I need to get this done, I need to get that, you're building up anxiety and all that other bullshit. But like you just have to find, that's why people like riding motorcycles really fast yeah. or doing shit that makes it, it forces you to stress to the, where you're in that moment. And that's I mean, why what's your like flow that. what's your flow getter what what gets you mine's back? a horse oh, shit i almost yours is horse right. shit no horses horses man I, I i know that for me i i have to be locked in because this damn animal could just get spooked at any moment right? you're talking I, about you're talking about riding the horse right riding horses just okay, being around them or whatever i need to be doing you know that or um i working on my cars when i'm driving i just like to drive yeah guys it sounds like i need a thing 
Yeah, Jack, what what's is yours? your thing? What's yours, I mean, Jack? Let's find it. What gets you in flow? It's so insightful what you said, Rob, about uh, we get depression from looking at the past and anxiety at looking at the future. And I guess, like, I, I've this morning I was planning a trip to Montana. By the way, I'm going to Montana next week. I should, hit up, I should hit up Kenny Bozeman. Yeah. Oh, Kenny's what? listening. He'll, he'll let you know. Uh, but uh, it's actually uh, Casa de Bo, Slim. Oh, cool. Bo, Bo's house, Bozeman, Bozeman. Anyway, I did a lot of things like to plan for that. You know what I mean? Like which yeah. days I'm golfing, which days I want to like float the river and whatnot. And that was like a really exciting, like 25 minute stretch for me. So you're, you're a planner. You need to be, I, I think I'm a planner. Yeah. And it's the more I think about it, I'm, I'm always like doing a bunch of bro trips yeah, and like, yeah, you, you know, booking tea times and stuff and ordering but golf. You golf a lot, right? Yeah, I guess golf is exactly that is that puts you in your yeah. flow. You put it in the okay. moment. Yeah, that's your thing. Okay. And most people have it. You just they don't know what it is. Everyone has something. They're just they don't know what it is. So until they find it, whether it's just drawing or you know anything, it, that's really what you have. Everyone has a flow thing. They just don't know. Sometimes watching the zags. Yeah. It can be that for real though. For some of us, it causes major anxiety, but for some people it does put them in flow. Flow. Oh man. Flow. Well, boys, I think we keep it short and sweet. I think we wrap it up. Are you, are you guys okay? Do you, do we need to Rick hash Patino things out podcast. a little bit more? Huh? No. I'm... Rick Patino podcast. Hey, That's I, a I, I do want to talk to you one day about this whole Pac-12 players thing, Jack. Ah, yeah. That that we can save for another podcast because, boy, oh, boy, do I have some opinions on that. <laughs> because um, and it's not – I don't necessarily say it with the players. I'll, I'll give you – that's my hint. I just – yeah, we got to talk about this on another podcast because there's a – there's a – I agree that they should – there's a lot. We need to discuss this for sure. Yeah. Slim, do you think that you, Kevin, and Jay, the the tripod of the highest-rated radio show in the Spokane market, do you think you should go to Morgan Murphy Media and say, hey, we want 50% of the ad revenue or we are walking? <laughs> How do you think that would go? I don't think it would go well. Okay. I think okay. Good. I think you could apply that to all things in life. And then you look <laughs> at the PAC 12 demands and you're like, okay, maybe it's a little unreasonable. Yeah, See, I, that's I, when I know you're not completely liberal right there. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I stick up for the man. I'm a big <laughs> proponent of the man. You know that. Can I ask you boys one question? That's completely a throwaway question on the way out. What do you got? It's been hot up here, Jack. I don't know if Rob told you it's been hot hotter than heck up here why are you guys yes. wearing clothes why are you guys wearing shirts i don't get it this is a this is a my wife to take my shirt off this I'll is a shirtless shirt friendly pot yeah, there we go we're gonna get some nip time off. rob has oh. a piece of cloth over his body it took that's him right to like rip it it looked like he had a blanket around or a towel around his shoulders now he he's got so many tattoos it takes you a second to identify the nipples yep but rob then the chain is i like the chain there you go the boys gold chain. there you go boys there you go get some what do you, what do you, what, hot are you talking like? Are you talking? It was 100. We hit 100 back to back days of 100 degrees. So okay. It was 105. That shit was miserable. 
That's yeah. all you got? Is this a geriatric podcast? We're just talking weather and complaining? No, no. I was no just- you're right. I'm going to leave it on a good note. <laughs> no, Slim. What do you got, Slim? What do you got to say, Slim? A lot of people don't like to grill when it's super hot. So I'm okay. going to ignore that because we're going we're gonna to go to the grill world. My father-in-law was just in town. And for the first oh, okay. time, I went to a, like an actual meat place. It wasn't the grocery store. A butcher shop? Yes. <laughs> uh, what is the greatest item in a butcher shop? Oh. I'm going to talk one that's butcher. And I'm going to count it. It's got, you got your meats. You got your seafood. This one had both. So you, what is the item that you could walk in and they say, you know what, Rob Sacker? You know what, Jack Ferris? Everything else you have to pay for, but this one item you're going to get for free. Is this, is this a cop-out? I'm a prime rib guy. That's, how is that a cop-out, Jack? I didn't even think But I feel, like that, I feel like that's the obvious answer, isn't it? Prime rib? That. So that, that's, I love that. Great answer. What's yours? Your rib guy. Me? You're like a spare rib guy. Cocktail shrimp, like the big ones. So the big shrimp that you can dip into like the cocktail sauce and just crush them. They're, I love those. Excellent what, play call what, by you. What your shop did you go to? It was Eggers. Up, up on the they South awesome. Hill? Yeah, they were awesome. They were, they were yeah, great. Very... My, my father-in-law bought filets. And <laughs> my wife had told him, hey, Sean's really good at grilling. He can grill steaks. And I was like, yeah, I can grill an $8 steak from the grocery store very easily. The filets from Eggers were a little more expensive than that. And you, oh, the stress you would like, I better not screw this up. Oh, you had, yeah. to, you had to cook them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. With the yeah. in-laws in town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The price tag was three digits on the, oh, on the four Christ. state. Okay. okay. But Rob didn't blink an eye, by the way. Rob's Rob, like, I, yeah. my <laughs> I text my wife and I was like, red alert, red alert. We aren't, we aren't talking $8 steaks. You need, I told her, you need to delay dinner. Like you need to make an excuse so I can get 30 minutes to watch YouTube videos totally. on how to best grill these things. Because if I screw it up, that's you're like not a over a hundred dollar mistake. Well, no, you're not a man. He's going to take his daughter back. He's going to take your wife away. Yes. I watched a couple of videos, felt comfortable, crushed it. Rob Sacre would have been proud. So I, I would have gone, I would have gone filet though. I like filet. Rob, what was, or I mean, I, I go shrimp, but if it was meat, I go filet over prime rib. What was yours, Rob? Uh, prime rib. No, no, you went. No, uh, no, no. T-bone. No, ribeye. 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 Ribeye steak with good marble. Oh, okay. Oh, I can get down. Yeah. I can get down. Uh, you know what I'm bad at, boys? I mean, do you want me to answer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I mean, I don't want to pigeon myself as a uh, as a weak snowflake Californian, but I'm not very good at grilling. Just not. Well, that's not, not a surprise. You guys are eating vegetables. You guys are half. We're just eating. No, we just California. walk outside and <laughs> yeah. we leaves straight off the trees. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. not you, a surprise. How do you grill an Impossible Burger? <laughs> All right, fair yeah. enough. No joke. There's an Impossible Burger or a vegan burger spot on my block. Of course, there is. I have yeah. to, and I have to pass a dispensary to get there. Look at that. Full California right there. Did you go to stop at like a Jamba Juice too? City by the Bay. You know, what's, you know what's unfortunate too is the older I get, I'm not really into weed smoking. And here I am. And like in Weedville, USA, I live in the hate. That's neither here nor there. Well, interesting. Here we go. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave you guys with this, y'all. Please do. It is very simple to be happy, but it's very difficult to be simple.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.